conviction it becomes a reality and then when it becomes a reality then you will work accordingly and someone has to promise us the fullest form and send it in and you will win a brand new mercedes a class 20000 20 million rand fully fitted full house will win this fullest form so nobody will refuse that opportunity except that opportunity he knows man is true and this about me filling a form and this is what i liable for thereafter so exactly the same when we identify we relate to the hereafter then we'll work towards it. But if it is just an illusion, it's just a thought, just an imagination, then we won't be serious about it. So the pagan Arabs, they wouldn't believe in a life after death. We live and we die, and this is how things work out in this world. You live, you age up, and you're gone. And there is no such a thing as a life after death. So because they had refuted the way in denial, So Allah Ta'ala rejects the claim, La Uqsim, starts off with La. What you're talking about is refuted, refuted. Now Allah Ta'ala says, Uqsimu bi yawm al-qiyamah. I take an oath on the truth of the day of Qiyamah, that this is a truth, it's a reality, it must happen. Nobody's going to escape it, nobody can avoid it. La Uqsimu bi yawm al-qiyamah, nobody is exempt, nobody can escape it, and nobody can avoid this. It's an absolute certainty, it's a reality. Wa La Uqsimu bi nafsi al-lawama, so you know, the direction that you are heading towards when you know the direction that you are heading towards it's either a jannat or either a jahannam either it's a garden of pleasure or either it's a pit of misery and fire so you know the direction that you're going in you won't complain to allah taala that oh allah taala you didn't inform me about this you didn't tell me about this that this is going to be the end. So pre-warned you that this is what's going to happen either it's going to be a bed of roses a garden of pleasure and rejoice and garden of excitement and either it's going to put it you're going to be a put of misery fire and problem so you understand and to make the right choices wala uqsimu bin nafsi lawama and then the second oath is <coughs> the oath of the reproaching self so you get different type of people some that will reject realities and some that will accept the reality so the reproaching self is a self is a person that reproaches himself it means he considers the wrong as wrong the haram as haram the forbidden and the forbidden as wrong he doesn't go and go in denial and try to justify the wrong rather he says it's wrong is wrong and i i am wrong of for doing it i am wrong and guilty in doing it one approach is we do the wrong and we try and justify for the wrong that I'm doing. So I'll look at something haram, and I'll say, well, it was just an accident. But in the meanwhile, Allah knows what's in the heart. You wanted that accident to happen, and you wanted to admire what you were seeing. So that reality, Allah knows. But if you want to deny the reality, then it doesn't mean that it deletes the wrong. That the wrong will remain wrong, whether you agree or you disagree. When you have done it of your own choice, you know that this is what's going to happen, and still you press that button and you went into it. So now it's a crime, it's a guilt, it's a wrong that you have perpetrated. <coughs> you're going to deny it or you're not going to deny it. You have to face and you have to suffer the consequence. <coughs> it's like a lion that is coming after you. You can see in three minutes it's like it will be at you. Coming a full male lion, male or the main. You can see the power, the energy, the speed that is coming up. And you've got one second to save yourself in a safe haven. Just one second. Just jump in and you'll be safe. So that was a safe haven. You have to just take one step and you will have been saved. But instead of going with the reality, you block your eyes. Close your eyes. Now blocking the eyes will save you from the lion. 
obviously not going to save you, save you from the lion. But there are those who will deny, and they will they will deny, they will be justifying the wrong, as though they feel that it will justify it, that wrong will become right. That you are making a fool of yourself, because Allah knows exactly what's in your mind. The right thing was to accept it, to admit the wrong that you are committing. You saw wrong, you heard wrong, you spoke of something wrong, and then the right thing, the practical thing was, then accept the wrong, you made a mistake, and take the right corrective remedial measures thereafter. وَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِالنَّفْسِ اللَّوَامَ The ever-reproaching self. So, the soul is admired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and because it is admired, therefore Allah ta'ala takes an oath in the name of this reproaching soul. That you are recognizing your wrongs, and you are regretful, and because you regret, therefore you are asking Allah, you are reproaching yourself. But you didn't have to do this, why did you do this? You got a conscience, a simple layman's words, you got a conscience, and your conscience is disturbing you, it's leaving you uneasy. Why did you look at this? Why do you have to speak about this? Why did you listen to this? Why did you go to this wrong place? So the soul, that conscience is troubling you, and this conscience be, being troubling you, that's a great thing in the sight of Allah Ta'ala, for Allah Ta'ala to admire it, and for Allah Ta'ala to take an oath in the name of this reproaching self. Wala uqsimu bin nafsil lawama. Therefore, as Hassan Basari rahmatullahi, that is known as the Sayyid al-Tabi'een, he would say, the other name for a nafsul lawama is <coughs> the nafsa mu'minah. Nafsa mu'minah, a Muslim soul. A Muslim soul accepts the wrong. But a person that is not in Islam, or he is not loyal to Islam, then he'll be sitting, talking with girls, nothing wrong about it. He doesn't recognize the wrong. He's sitting around, eating with them, joking with them. He says, my heart is clean. So he is denying, he's in denial that what I'm doing is wrong. He's sitting and listening to music, right? And say, no, I, I don't mean to listen to the bad. I'm just taking a listen from the words of the music. So he will be in denial. He will try and justify the wrong that he's doing. It will be like that same person who's blocked his eyes when he sees that line running towards him. Obviously, he's making a fool of himself. He's not bittering, he's not making the situation any better. So the right thing was, accept the mistake. Sitting with women, talking with them, so no, I'm talking about Islam. Right? The wrong is wrong, whether it is uh, uh, one woman that you are talking to, or two women, whether it's a pretty woman or not pretty woman, or whether you can say that your heart is very clean, and therefore you're not tempted to the wrong. Even though you're tempted to the wrong, the Quran Sharif is saying that when you're talking to them, then behind the screen. When you talk to them, behind the screen. So that is a command that was given to Rasul Allah When you are saying that my heart is clean, that means your heart is cleaner than the heart of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi is instructed then talk to them behind the screen. So you will not say now that because the Quran Sharif has said this, and the Quran Sharif is intolerant. The Quran Sharif knows what he's talking about and he will tell you what things are not tolerated in Islam. And they are not tolerated for your own good. Right? There are speed regulations, there are regulations for the road, you observe them, and these regulations are for the betterment for the drivers. You don't speed here, you can speed here, drive at this speed, you take a stop, you stop here, you, it's a yield sign here, just be careful here, there's a camera there. So all these are reproaches. The reproach is not because they hate you, not because they have got any malicious intent, but they want you to enjoy a safe journey till you reach your destination. Drive with a license. So why? It's not that the government hates you, they like you, and they like you have to enjoy a safe journey until you reach. So Allah Prophet loves you, and He wants you to enjoy a journey, enjoy the journey until you reach Jannah. But I will do all these things here, Christmas is coming about, no, I'm just, I'm just celebrating, just celebrating to show my solidarity. But your solidarity was, was supposed to be with Islam. Solidarity was supposed to be with Rasulullah Solidarity was supposed to be shown 
with deen. And now you're showing it with your enemy. And you're saying, no, I'm showing the solidarity. So all these things are uh, innovations we create of ourselves. We make it up. And we make it up and we try and justify. Making up and justifying will not make the wrong right. The wrong will remain wrong. No matter who says it and who does it, but the wrong will remain wrong. <coughs> so, wala uqsimu bin nafsil lawama. Allah takes it over. So, accept and admit the wrong to be wrong and then be remorseful. So, you won't now start uh, showing solidarity, for example, with Chelsea or uh, with Man United. Now, the person that is listening to you that you are, you are supporting Chelsea or Man United, so they are wondering now, are you also a gay? Because Man United. So what's the, what's the thing that runs into your mind? Is it man to man? What's, what's going on here? So it leaves the person in doubt because they've got a different culture. One is they've got a different culture. Number two is this. They are, the, they are symbols of the people that are killing, and mus- killing the Muslims all over. They are the symbols because the governments will talk about them in praise that they stand for us. The proud American, proud English. So they are for they are our people. Then you are standing up and supporting the symbol uh, the symbol that they stand for. I say, isn't there an open contradiction? On one side, you know, it was boycott, march and all that. And then you got the symbol proudly, you got, no, I'm supporting Chelsea, I'm supporting this. So, who's your loyalties with? Uh, loyalties with Islam, with Deen, with Rasulullah or with the enemies of Rasulullah and the enemies of Islam, enemies of Deen, try and understand, isn't there open contradiction here? Open is glaring. People talk of marches, they talk of boycotts, etc., etc. We will not say that the emotions, the, the, the emotions are not with Islam. We say, yes, but is it an innovation or is it the right way to do, the right thing to do? Is it an innovation? When you say boycott, or boycott means leave it out, right? Leave out buying. So you left out buying from, for example, you left out buying from, uh, Say, this can be left out, right? So, this is happy, they, they relax. See how they reason, how they, re, how they reason, they relax. They say, he'll leave us for five months, six months, until everything has settled down. They'll we'll be forced to come back to us, and we'll just inflate the price, we'll adjust the prices, all that will come. We'll collect, now we'll get much more than what we lost. So, not worried about your boycott. So, are you getting anywhere by boycotting? And the actual thing that you're supposed to be boycott, that we're not boycotting. See, we say, you know, don't buy their products. Right. That's what we're saying. But what we're supposed to be boycotting is their lifestyle, their ways, their values, uh, uh, their businesses, that type of business, that type of lifestyle, that type of thinking, that type of fashion, that type of weddings, that type of socializing, we're supposed to boycott. That, we say we're in cahoots with you. We're showing our loyalty, our allegiance with Christianity, with Judaism, with Westernism. And then we say, no, no, we have to protest, we have to march, we have to boycott. I say, isn't there an open contradiction? Open. You don't, have to, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to explain this. So the actual thing that you're supposed to be boycotting is their ways, their values, their understanding, the way they do things. And we talk about marches, right? So we are, we think we did a great service to Islam by marching. Mm-hmm. Nobody is affected at all with your marches. The promise of Allah Ta'ala is, Antumul alauna in kuntum. You want to win, you want victory, then you be true in your faith, in your loyalty to me, in your allegiance, in your obedience to me, then I will let you prevail. You're going to do this, but to march for Fajr Namaz, who's prepared to march for Fajr Namaz? We're supposed to be marching for, that is not marching, that Fajr Namaz, Azan is called, and we're supposed to be marching to the masjid. No, but this, I must march, because my Solidarity is with Palestine. But we are supposed to be marching for, and for which Allah has guaranteed your success, you will, you, will, you will prevail over your enemy. Whoever it is, you will prevail over them. But then you must be loyal to me. You must be obedient to me. 
then I will allow you to, to prevail over your enemies. That we're not interested. Yeah, what we're interested is what will appease our minds and what will appease the public. But is it a guarantee that it will please Allah Ta'ala? It is appeasing the public, it is appeasing our minds, but is this going to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What is going to please Allah Ta'ala? And we left our soft, our soft and cozy beds just to march for the call of the Muazzin. He's called us. He's the call of Allah Ta'ala. We responded. So that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we have totally ignored. But this innovative things we are running after. And we say, no, we have to show solidarity. For so you see this verse of the Quran, the self-reproaching soul. Hassan Basri, that is the, the lead of all the tabi. He says what it means is a Muslim soul. That means if you're not reproaching yourself and you're justifying the wrongs, then you, can you call yourself a Muslim soul? He says you must reproach yourself. Even if you did something good, then to reproach yourself. That I, you know, I did the namaz, but perhaps I didn't do it like... At the level of the majesty, the sublime, grandee of Allah, I haven't done it at that level. There must be some deficiency. Therefore, at the end of the namaz, you try and compensate by making istighfar. Allah, do forgive me. It's an opportunity that you afforded me to come and perform my, my namaz in the masjid, the Juma namaz. What an opportunity, Allah. But I couldn't do it at the level of your majesty. So Allah, I'm confessing, I'm admitting that I fell short. So therefore, to, to cover up, I'm making istighfar. I'm asking your forgiveness. That's a reproaching soul. So that is what you will show remorse for. So even if you're doing a right work, then too you still feel a sense of remorse. Right? I did the charitable work, and then too I feel remorseful that I didn't do it like I was supposed to be doing it. Right? Maybe I didn't have that level of sincerity, that love and that passion that I was supposed to be doing it. So therefore, to cover up for that wrong, therefore, la uqsimu bin nafsil lawama. That I'm reproaching myself, correcting myself all the time. Like I say, you're driving on the road, you know, you know, you need that reproach all the time. You need the traffic officer, you need the robot, you need those signs, you need the sign that says that don't kill us, please, workmen. All these signs we need. When you got all these signs, all these reproaches, then you're reaching your destination safely. But imagine now there was, there's nobody to shout, nobody to warn you, right, on the road, no police, nobody. What would happen? There would be quite chaos, there would be accidents, death on the road. So these are all blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where you re- learn to reproach. Admit your mistakes. الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له 
ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق الله حيث ما كنت أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله بارك الله لكم ونفعنا بالآيات والذكر الحكيم قول قول هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله يأمر بلا إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد كما تحب وترضى قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حيان عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعدكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى 
النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف صد وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ورحمة الله برحمتك يا رحمة